Welcome to the AAA NFT podcast, all about affordable NFTs, bringing you from zero to 60 in the non-fungible token world without breaking the bank. With your hosts, Andrew, aka Rantum, and George from Mostly Stable on Zed Run, who will help you navigate new projects, interview expert guests, and explore NFT trends. So whether you're on your first or 50th NFT, we're going to have something for you. And as a quick note, we are not, I repeat not, financial advisors, and nothing in this podcast should be taken as investment advice. Alrighty, disclaimer over, let's get to it. All right. Today on All About Affordable NFTs, we are talking about a universe, maybe this one, in that Board Apes go to zero. The Board Ape Yacht Club, maybe even Yuga, goes oh, to zero. man. Oh, George did not prep me for this one. I mean, I know he's been not the most... Uh, uh, Fervent supporter. Yugo fan, but <laughs> man, all right, I'm, I'm ready for this one. This should be fun. Um, I'm, I'm it's a thought from, experiment. Uh, I'm coming here live from, from Tahoe, Lake Tahoe, where the internet is terrible. So we're going to try <laughs> to make it through here. Um, it's beautiful, but the the, uh, the internet is not uh, so great, so stable up here. But man, oh, this is this is good, George. I'm a little spicy here, huh? Yeah, look, I, I want this to be fun. I wanted to get people's attention. And it's a thought exercise. And it's an important one when we assume that Everything is like bedrock foundation, can't be shaken. Like this is sort of black swans can happen. Do I don't it. even think it oh, takes I a black this. swan, right? All right. Well, first, this is great. Uh, in NFT news, I just learned some shocking news about Evan Rose's wallet. Oh, I didn't. What, what is you, what's going on? Oh, I don't know. I Actually, didn't know this, this is news man. to me. <laughs> Kevin Rose got, man, look. Everybody's wallets just the you got closer to to Kevin Rose. It's a really sad event. I mean he he got he got hacked big time. He lost pretty much all of his NFTs. He lost lots of squiggles. He lost all sorts of art blocks. He lost um, autoglyphs. He's he's lost pretty much everything but his punks. And he the reason is he signed a transaction that would allow for any of his ERC-721s to be moved out of his wallet. And the reason that his punks were saved from this this uh, scam, this hack, I don't, I don't want to call it a hack necessarily, but it's a, a you know, the scam, this this uh, targeted malicious attempt at, at, at uh, taking, his, uh, taking his NFTs is because that they are not ERC-721s. Technically, punks are a separate... Um, it's, a different it's Ethereum classification. So, it was, token, yeah. so it's because uh, because punks helped establish what the 721 standard is. They, it was pre 721 standard, so it's not the same standard. You know, when you sign it, it's not quite the same. Thank goodness for him, but you know, and, and obviously, like he's got a lot of other things. And I do feel like this is awful, man. Like it's it's awful to see it to happen to anyone. And it's not going to bring more people to the space when you see that a relatively, I mean, a very savvy collector can lose it all like that. I'm, I'm shocked. I, I'm shocked on a couple levels. Like one, that all of that shit was in his uh, hot wallet. Uh, that doesn't sound like a savvy collector, to be honest. That sounds like... Right, right. I have, like, I mean, that's, Absolutely. I mean, I kind of do that. 
but I don't have that level of asset in a wallet. Uh, I'm curious, like it was, you know, our, our autoglyphs are all of his holdings being like rapidly liquidated. Are they trying to chase it down? Like, have you followed anything on chain right now? What's going on? I know that I know I haven't followed it too much, honestly. Um, I know that he was asking for OpenSea to to flag everything. I don't know that the autoglyph has been sold. I also don't know what what is the right answer. So, what is the right answer when something like this happens? And I don't I don't have a good answer for that at this point because look, there there is a part of of crypto of, of, of blockchain. You know this this idea that like look the like this is all sort of fair game if you sign it, you know. It's I don't know. Uh, woe is you, but it's you it's signed a contract, necessary. right? There was a contract. Right. You signed a contract, right? Like, and, and it look, was a bad, 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 bad contract. Look, and you know, I, I've been kind of I, I've been more on that side of things overall in my my sort of crypto journey. And I think that that is a really tough one. I think we're at a sort of plateau of how do you bring more people in when, yeah, it's not a savvy move to do that, to, to keep them all on that wallet. And it's really hard for someone that's outside of the system to think that they're going to do it better. And, you know, we, we can say, you know, these are the things, these are the the few things that he should have done and then everything would have been okay. And that's us from the inside. And like, you know, I know that I am making some of the mistakes that, that, that he makes and keeping a lot. And, you know, I mean, I try to keep my things, I mean, I try to start splitting them up. And like, it makes me, every time I hear these things of, of somebody savvy, it makes me think a little bit more about my own collection of, you know, how do I split this up? How do I, how do I make sure, how do I, add more security and i think that there's there's still a lot to be said for this just the lack of security i mean you know like the idea that you're supposed to keep this on a what a paper wallet and do this forever and do everything perfect and never potentially you know put this never type it into your computer never potentially keep it on a, a dropbox never sign i mean you know and in the end look like it's all that and you got to sign the transaction and i think that is I think that's actually one of the biggest potential improvements that we can make in the space is know what you're signing. Recognize like if that, if every time you sign a transaction and maybe you even have a wallet that can detect when it is something like, Hey, are you really sure that you want to do that? This is not the normal transaction because I think that's too often that we're, yeah we're presented with like, Hey, click, click, click. Cause it's, it, you know, there is something to like the, the fast pace of it. And I don't know, I don't think that most people, I, I think even Kevin Rose, a, a, you know, as I said, a, a relatively savvy person, I don't think that he knows what he's signing all the time. And I mean, clearly he doesn't, he didn't want to sign this contract. So how do you get, I mean, I hope that we can get to a place where this, this isn't, this isn't like the, the big problem of coming into the space. And, and right now it is. I think that also the value of your NFTs and your NFT collection actually should have like a discount rate on it. Let's just say I was a claims adjuster um, and I was insuring your piece. I think the the value of when you say like, I have a million dollars in NFTs, uh, I think like risk adjusted, if you look at it, the, the sort of risk, once you especially get that type of collection that you're going to be the target of a hack, 
is is higher, um, higher than whatever percentage chance you think it is. But I mean, I, I don't see that priced in to these assets at all. And I think, you know, you need... I mean, isn't that... It's an ETH validator at this point. Like, I was talking to, to somebody recently about this. Like, an ETH validator, that's a signal of, like, that's a lot of... That's a lot, right? Well, also, I think there's an opportunity for wallets, our digital wallets, to do more than just, you know, point at our holdings and point at contracts. I think there is a layer of security that can be added to wallets like you're saying like a flag being like before you sign this we analyzed it and it looks like this thing has been flagged or there's some like weird acknowledgement or frankly use ai chat gbt to analyze the code and summarize what the contract is actually saying in plain english like that may be a, a help there's and you right. know, I mean, there are things when I look I at a, when I initially look at a contract, say how much volume has been done, how many transactions, how many unique wallets. I mean, there are things that like that, that give it a little bit of it a signal of is this a legit thing or if it's you know. I mean, there's we see NFT collections on OpenSea all the time that are, uh, you know, trying to game things, giving them out, and then making offers, and there's no volume, so there are ways. There are on-chain, like relatively of course, of course. easy ways to, to check some of these, right? Well, you say the word easy, and let's just be fair that it, <laughs> right, it's right, doable, right. <laughs> but not easy, right? It's yeah, simple, good, good not point, easy, right? And we're, we're talking about how the rest of the curve of adoption is going to look. And until this is solved at the MetaMask or digital wallet layer, that's... Yeah, you're right. That's the layer. I'm sorry. It's I, we're Absolutely, we're going, and we deserve the the market deserves to to stay in the doldrums until this. I can't is tell solved. you the number of people that I you know the number of savvy people that I see moving away from MetaMask. It's it's a lot, and hmm. look, I'm still using MetaMask as my main wallet, yeah, and I, I, like I I'm looking at that. Is that a mistake? Am I? Am I wrong there? You know, I see yeah, but you're not like running and gunning like you used to. You're like, uh, you're much more sort of slower. Like, let's <laughs> take a look around. I'm willing to forego the like instant drop of click versus like, eh, we'll wait and see. I'll make a bid and be like, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, I feel like we've <laughs> gone a lot on this. Man, we haven't even we got did. Could have been an episode. Could have been an episode. All right. Um, Fire through. What do we got? But let's get into it because we got some man, we got some good headlines. I mean, first of all, we we have talked about the first one. We talked about Kevin Rose, but all right, I want to talk about the second one because this is this is one that I found kind of interesting. This Porsche NFT collection. They so they were selling these. I think they had seventy five hundred of these listed at, or the initial mint was point nine one one. If you're a Porsche fan, you may know the the nine the nine eleven. Yeah. Come on, that's classic. But you know, that's uh, that's no joke for a mint price. That's you know, especially in this market. You know, uh, I think there was a time where maybe you could get away with that, but um, there was a lot of pushback that I saw from this, and it did not. It didn't go well. The initial minting. Did you did you happen to follow this one at all, George? This yeah, it doesn't look like uh, many users complained that they wanted the price reduced to point zero nine one one. Uh, ETH instead, so they had. I yeah, mean, that's just amazing to think that you would get seventy five hundred so, NFTs sold like that. So it completely stalled out. It completely stalled out, and 
it's now ripping. You know, they, they uh, ended up reducing the mint size. You know, there's a lot of talk about how you should leave leave this kind of stuff to Web3 native. And, you know, there's no real purpose to this. And look, there's still fans here. And they basically rewarded those people that did buy and saying, like, we're going to just cancel the rest of the mints. Though, you know, obviously the rarity goes up. You know what I mean? Like, there's not as many of, of the entire collection. So everything goes up in value. They also added more. So I, I was I was impressed by the way they, they turned this around and made this into a win. I mean, the volume is nearing 5 million despite all this. Um, and it went from pretty kind of a, I don't know, sort of a laughing stock of like, hey, you can't even sell out your, your mint um, to, oh, those people that did uh, mint made, I mean, I think they, you know, I think that, that tripled within the uh, first uh, day or so. I don't have the, the floor price in front of me. And as I said, with my... Uh, with my limited internet, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna chance that right now. But um, but it's it's been interesting one to follow. Um, you know, I mean, it's quite obviously partially. You know, we've talked a lot about how brand names mean so much in NFTs, and I I think that this will end up working well. I think that they have there's just too much behind that brand for this not, and it's I was I was footing it for sure. And I was wrong. I think this is will I think this will work. I, I, I maybe I shouldn't say I was wrong. I, I right now I am wrong. We'll see how it ends up. All right, next we've got, oh man, this is huge. We've got Amazon planning an NFT initiative. This is this is kind of breaking. I mean, this is this is just coming out. Not a lot of details on this. George, have you looked into this one? Uh, I haven't, but here's what I've learned that Everyone is not coming just because a big player gets into it doesn't mean big marketing is coming. And, you know, it's just like it's announcing that GE is building three million more light bulbs. Uh, I, I'm not like bullish on electricity at that point. Uh, I do like seeing that this type of investment from this type of giant is coming, but I'm not I'm not holding my breath. Um, but Amazon customers get to play crypto games and claim free NFTs. I'll, I'll pay attention. Yeah, I think it's just part of like, it's just seeping into everything. It, there's really no avoiding this. It's the technology is here. People are using it. They're going to keep trying it. You know, I, I, I guess it's just like sort of my, some of my rebuttal to like, hey, this is dead. So if you're listening to this, you don't think that anyway, right? All right, next one we've got. Oh, man. Um, so this was. Oh, uh, sorry. We've got the an NFT collector suing OpenSea after their account was locked. I I found this interesting because I feel like OpenSea has uh, the the way that they lock account or lock both lock accounts mostly lock NFTs specific NFTs. They'll prevent them from being traded. I think they. I mean, when you do that, when you I mean that's really a. I mean, to me, it, it seems very. Uh, a, a, a to censoring and that you're, spe- uh, you're, you're, you're picking specific uh, incidents and saying that this is one that is a scam. And like, you know, we've talked about so many different scams in the space and some are user error, some are, you know, outright hacks. And it's really hard to distinguish some of the gray area. And I find, uh, I find some of that OpenSea's actions to be, not necessarily uh, they, they, they act before uh, thinking everything through and I, I, I find this this 
this to be interesting. I think that they are, there is a case here to be made that they aren't treating every case the same way. Um, I mean, they certainly are treating every case the same way. And I think that because they are choosing some of them, it almost opens them up to more liability than if they just left it all alone. Yeah, I, I think OpenSea is a, it serves its shareholders first and its users second, um, possibly third well, with some of these reports that I see. Um, but it kind of ties to our first comments about you know security and what's going on. And maybe we're blaming OpenSea too much for uh, things that are happening maybe at a contract mm-hmm. level and at that, um, you know, and at that point where like how much of this is open C versus let's point upstream. All right. Here's one. We've talked a little bit about the, the problems at uh, Gemini, um, which uh, they also own uh, Nifty Gateway, which was started by uh, Duncan and Griffin Cockfoster. Uh, let's see. That was back in 2018. They are leaving the company. These are twin brothers. They've, been running companies they were they were uh acquired by uh actually the the winklevoss twins company the genesis company but they are now leaving um you know we've talked about this a little bit we've we've warned people we've recommended that people get out uh get their nfts out of nifty gateway at least to a uh to a decentralized, you know, you own it wallet um, where it's not on, uh, not through somebody else. Um, so they are leaving, you know, I don't think that's, it's not great for the the platform. The platform has, look, they've done a lot to bring people in. I don't know if they, uh, my, my, I guess my biggest complaint is I don't think they've done a lot to keep people around. Um, and I, I'm not too surprised by this. I, you know, I'm, I'm curious to see what they, they end up doing. Um, I don't know, you know, hard to know behind the, you know, behind the scenes what was really going on there. But I think they see the writing on the wall. This is not a good situation for Genesis. Genesis and man, we got it's it's like just just the next one on the on the list that's got to go. Yeah, I think the sort of centralized creators like this are, you know, are going to be looked back at like the pets.com of the internet era where like you were doing what you really thought that was just like you could have this sole tiny ecosystem where it lived outside of it and was centralized i also have some concern based on you know activity that i've seen on the platform and i wonder if there'll ever be an investigation about any sort of wash trading um and sort of false uh false manipulation of the market inside of there because it's a little bit of a black box of trying to understand from an outside uh, perspective with regard to even though it's on no, the blockchain. Griffin had one side, his brother had the other. Don't worry about it. Uh, <laughs> stay in the family. I'm sure. All right. So the next one we got here is, uh, man, this guy's not a businessman. He's no, a businessman. I don't know what yes. this is. <laughs> Look, oh, man, I wish this was. Look, so Spatial Labs just raised $10 million found uh, one of the the investors includes Jay-Z, of course, if you didn't catch that that reference there. Um, you know, he's got his own uh, investment firm. Um, I was hoping this was actually more along the lines of a hardware wallet. Looks like this is the hardware in the the type of apparel is that is that what we're seeing here it's George? a <laughs> physical fashion chip and it's they're calling it the lnq one chip which they said can be like sewn or embedded into like a hat or a shirt or what have you uh the chips can be scanned with a smartphone near field communication tech look okay <laughs> uh, 
It's got, you know, I mean, I've seen it. It's, it's, I, I believe that this will, yeah, I just, I think, you know, honestly, I'm more excited about Harper Wallace. Maybe, maybe it's just, you know, after talking about Kevin, Kevin Rose getting, getting a million dollars worth of NFTs taken. Yeah. Well, because he clicked hold on. one bet. Andrew, I have it. Right? I have it. I have the headline here, right? Because it's an NFT on Polygon. But what happens if you lose that NFT that's tied to a shirt? Would you say you've lost your shirt in NFTs? Yes. He does it. Oh, he does it. Oh boy. Oh boy. He does it. Come here. Come for the dad. Come jokes. for the dad come jokes. On. Stay for the NFTs. I don't know. Oh, wait, <laughs> hold on. Come for the NFT talk. Stay for the dad jokes. I don't know what it is, but man. Nail it. All righty. Story code raises yeah. 6 million. Uh, what is this? SoCal tech? Yeah. Yeah. I think I had the, yeah. I don't know where I got this, the headline, but I saw this a few places. So this is a, Wow, this this headline. Sorry, um, the link. I will update this link because this is just awful where it goes. Um, but Storyco is basically it's it's a company. It's a new startup that's basically trying to be an entertainment. Uh, I don't say agent, but like a, a production company for NFT projects. Um, so. Uh, I, I've, I've seen different headlines that are saying they've raised between six and 10 million. Um, the only name is that I, well, I should say, I recognize actually a few names. It's Fermion, who's the big NFT investor, uh, Flamingo Dow, Packy McCormick, who, uh, remind me uh, what he actually does. You know his name, right, George? Yeah, definitely. So Packy McCormick, he does uh, the Not Boring podcast, I think. Yeah, that's right. Um, and ends up touching that's on right. a lot he of... Has, yeah. He has a fund. Um, and then G-Money, who also has... Uh, he's he, he's behind 9DCC. Um, you know, uh, somewhat align, uh, somewhat uh, along the lines of the uh, Spatial Labs uh, technology. So I, I found this one interesting. I do think that... I mean, look, NFTs, I think, uh, as far as... Like, entertainment is a huge part of this. And I think that's being overlooked. As far as a use case, it's almost like, well, yeah, that because they command attention, what else? And like, that is a huge thing. I mean, movies command attention and I don't know what else. I mean, there's, you know, I don't think that everybody's looking for some sort of life changing moment out of a movie, but they're the fact that they can command attention and get people to go there is a big thing. And I think that is still a big part of NFTs. It's not a part that I'm necessarily all that invested in or or really on top of but i do believe that that is being overlooked as like almost it doesn't matter that that uh people are paying attention to these because there's not something else and you know we've seen this we've seen we see this all over the place like this is it, it that is a real thing you know getting attention is a real thing and um i, I i'm I'm kind of excited about the fact that there there's a company that's looking at that as a as an avenue for for revenue. Well, it makes a lot of sense. If you look at the Star Wars franchise, they are not making money from people buying tickets really to watch these movies or the the rights of streaming. What they're getting is merch, right? That is where incredible amounts of revenue Everything are thrown else, right? off by um by these assets. So, it'll you know, it'll come, uh, probably come faster if you don't call them NFTs, right? <laughs> <laughs> right. We've talked about that too, right? Uh, and this one, uh, you know, a bit of, uh, 
maybe uh, you know personal connections here, but it's uh, some big big players in the space. Artblocks, obviously the, the the biggest genre of art platform. They've announced an official partnership with Bright Moments. Uh, I say that my own personal relationship because I have worked with each of these companies independently. I'm a big fan of both of them. Bright Moments has done a lot of in real life events uh, to mint mint both their their PFP project and art pieces from what ends up being a lot of art blocks popular artists but it's not exclusively that um and they definitely add something to it by having this in real life aspect unfortunately i have yet i've got only gotten to go to one of their events i've I've missed out on most of them i went to one in la Uh, but i really i'm a big fan of 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 the experience part of these of these art nfts and i'm excited to see that they are announcing initial uh, an official partnership. I think there's still a lot more to come from the the art side of of NFTs. As I've, I don't know. I feel like I say this every episode, right? Yeah. Well, that's fine. Uh, I I do think that is the the art direction, and we're definitely this year we're bullish on capital A art. These two are uh, absolute leaders in it. Uh, I have yet to be a, to a, a bright moments gallery, but if uh, if one is around, I, I'm intrigued enough certainly to go. I'll get you to one. All right. right? Deal. <laughs> Well, I have an affordable project-ish that I am watching, at least right now. And full disclosure, I used to own these. You did too. I think we both sold. These are the friendship bracelets. I do have I have. Oh, you some. have some. Have okay. A, you know. <laughs> yeah. Of course. So, yeah, that was, I, maybe I should have said that initially, but yeah, I do have, you know, I got enough wallets that I can sell a few. And, you know. You're funny. Look, I have, go on, go on with this, George. I mean, I feel like you, you are the I expert. I feel like we have not it. been super positive on this overall partially because of the, the the quantity, right? Okay, so really quickly, we're talking about, um, let's see, how many how many items in this at this point, but the friendship bracelets were by Alex Andre, and they're definitely supported by uh, Snowfro, and that, you know, Artblocks founded in 2020. This was given away to anybody who had a wallet with, uh, a unique wallet with a, an Artblocks collection in it of any level, and this price has bounced all over the map and it finally closed right you were able to mint up until whatever a couple weeks ago we're talking in january the doors are closed there's now a fixed amount in play and so now the price is kind of dancing around 36k or so right i think that sounds right i'm having a hard time finding the exact amount but you know an impressive amount thirty-eight thousand four hundred for 38 okay so that's where it rests which is let's see what are we looking at i'm like and what is the uh, floor price for price right now? Yeah, George? the floor price right now is at 0.34. And this was getting up to like point, okay. you know, at, at some points like 0.5, even 0.6 dance. And, I, you know, it's hard I to say, say. I was going to say, I think 0.65 or so was was the uh, floor for a bit there. And so what are you thinking here? I mean, this is, it's a huge collection. This is from, you know, obviously it's art blocks. Yeah. In comparison to, to, you know, Squiggles are otherwise the the biggest collection on Artblocks, and that's 10,000 pieces, which is, you know, relatively standard, right? I mean, we, we see that everywhere, um, 10,000 pieces. This is this is huge compared to that. This is, you know, you know could 4X, if you want to get technical, like nearly 4X. Here's, I'm not going to pretend like I have an original thought on this, but other than I pay attention to people that, set and make the market so going back to kevin rose 
who maybe used to have a lot of friendship bracelets, but on his podcast, he was definitely talking about friendship bracelets and how his internal team and the people that inform him say that friendship bracelets are potentially taking on a sort of, or the rising generation of NFT collectors of art and in art blocks are viewing the friendship bracelet as their version of the Chromie's Google. And that's like straight paraphrase from Kevin Rose and the Kevin Rose team. So look, if he is viewing it that way and is invested in it, like the same way that I think he pumped and amped a lot of squiggle growth, actually, he his podcast, I think, literally moved that price from when it was hovering when I was watching it and I saw him talk about it from 5 ETH to 10 ETH. Um, if that is how leaders are looking at this, it's very interesting to me at floor price. Uh, I have... Full disclosure, I have a bid out there and my buy is like, this thing hit 0.3 and I'm very, very curious. Yeah, you know, I think one of the things that is interesting to me is how many people are interested in art blocks now compared to when Squiggles came out. And in that sense, my my gut reaction and, and you know, it's hard to say like how many people, but look, it's it's enormous now. It was doubted by a lot of real NFT collectors, real legit, you know, people that that were early in, you know, early in buying uh, punks or early in buying uh, super rare pieces. You know, Arplux was doubted by a lot of people and it has, you know, it's seen its way through that. And I think when you look at the relative number of people that were buying, buying squiggles at that point, I mean... Look, I, I'm not, look, I, you know, I fortunately was able to pick up Squiggles at a, a good price and it still seemed to most, it seemed pretty absurd, the price that, that I was paying at the time. And I'm, and I said things about friendship bracelets as being, you know, way too high of a quantity. And I think that I may be wrong about that. You know, my, my, my gut wasn't that this is a bad project. My gut was that this is just the quantity is way too many. And, you know, the thing is once, you know, when, when you think about the art blocks project as a whole, I mean, there's over last I looked, there's over 300, I mean, it, it, there's over 350 projects, you know, of all different sizes, there's sort of endless projects to keep exploring as a collector. And when you can find one or, or even a couple that, that everybody comes back to and everybody talks about, there is something to that. And that's what squiggles have been. And I, I mean, I'm kind of seeing that with, with friendship places. I mean, that that's the, the positive side. We've talked a lot about the negative side. Like the quantity is crazy, but we're at the point where there's no more being minted. So there's a lot of these that are just going to be hodled you know, indefinitely. And I don't think that we can, we, you know, I, I, I would, I'm not expecting like a big dump. I think this is going to be one that a lot of people just continue to pick up for a long time here, uh, you know, as, as the price, I mean, you talk about 0.3. I mean, there's how many other people are looking at that? I, I, I've got to assume there's a lot. Yeah. So I think one of the things as you look to do your own homework uh, is to look at the analytics and look at the owner distribution of saying like, all right, the question is a dump, right there, or I can look at it uh, about five wallets with over 500 of these. So that's, you know, it's pretty sizable. So understand, you know, what a, what a dump looks like, but there are 
47% of folks that have at least one item, 46% with two to three items, which is pretty robust in terms of, of distribution. And, and so let's just call it uh, three items, uh, one to three items, which I think is fair. But if you look at squiggle distribution, uh, those same numbers are 76% um, have one item, 15% have two to three items. So you're looking at, you know, <laughs> a pretty strong over 90% ownership uh, distribution, which I'm just sort of like risk of dump. But the combined one item versus two to three items is 47 plus 46. That is over that 90% as, as well and, and more so. So with an owner distribution of folks that are capital A art holders, I don't think the, the risk of a run on the sort of floor, because these folks, frankly, if you're art box holders, aren't like hurting for capital in that sense, right? So I, um, <laughs> I will also disclose that I looked at my wallet and I can very proudly say, um, if you want a better buy signal, I sold it at 0.22. Uh, so I really, um, I probably caused this. So you're welcome, everybody. Um, and I'll be buying back in. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I don't think you can completely, you can't discount the, 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 the squiggle factor here in that how many people missed out on squiggles when they were this sub- one ETH price, and that seems absurd now. Um, you know, so I, I think that when you just think about like how many more people are interested in art blocks, man, it's it's pretty ripe for opportunity at this point. And then you start looking at you know if you really want to get into it, we've talked a little bit about like the different the different uh, color pattern. I'm sorry, uh, color patterns, um, palettes, palettes. There we go. Um, and you know how rare some of these are so you know there's yeah i'm not i'm not fading uh, uh bracelets anymore um you know I, I good call bringing these up george thank you for uh bringing them back to our attention yeah other one other comparison quickly that kind of came to mind is it uh are these essentially the as me bits are to punks are the friendship bracelets to well that's not a good one is it hey look look at the floor price of me bits all right, it, it is, but it hasn't. But it hasn't risen along with. Well, I'm sorry, a five ETH floor is a five ETH floor, <laughs> right? But it's been five ETH for how long? Yeah, it's true. I don't know the volume. All right, he, he doesn't um, love the comparison. The I time, respect I it. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know that I hate it though. I'm because I'm, I'm actually thinking like I don't know the punks have moved that yeah, much I, over that I, time. Just saying. But man, speaking of all righty, food chip collection, smooth transition. Man, Let's get into it, George. All right. Introduce this. Or, yeah, we're ready for ready this, Ready right? for the premise. Okay, here's the premise. Uh, what are the ways, and we'll, we'll figure out how many we want to go through. I think there's like seven or eight ways. We'll, we'll, we'll create a catchy title for you. Don't worry. That Board 8 Yacht Club could die, meaning Board 8 Yacht Club goes to zero, uh, quite literally. We're, we're, and when you say Board 8, you're thinking like Yuga Labs, right? It's... I, I, I want to actually keep it to board. Or thinking, or, sorry, I'm not sure. Like we're saying, like, are, are we saying other other side could? The problem is they also I'm own sorry. punks, and I do not believe punks go to zero. So, like, Yuga could collapse, or right. board Eve goes to zero. Right. That's well, we that's the game, this. right? Like that's the nuance. They probably have a sale right. of assets for something. So, um, well, that was part of that was part of my uh, rebuttal to this. Oh, well, you but, could um, still go after right. it. Loss of interest in PFP NFTs, right? The overall market. And the brand of NFT just 
literally dies in the vine and something supersedes it in the same way that like no no longer do we say https www dot um it just sort of gets lame and old <laughs> lame and old <laughs> you mean you mean people start paying attention to ai and forget about crypto <laughs> forget about forget about crypto and all of that um but yeah i think the nft brand and this uh, the strong association of board ape to uh, as an nft sort of uh, renders it uh, renders it zero value. I mean, yeah, but I don't know that that's like. Would that really be? I, I would have a hard time putting it on on, on board apes or Yuga at that point. I mean, it's that, a fairly that it's a fairly uh, nuclear option. I'd say it's like it's a very right. It's a I very mean, extreme point, situation. Like yeah, everything is bad. Are, yeah. At that point, punks are zero. I mean, I, I think that's one that I have to take through these. Is like. What does it mean for the rest of, you know, if we're going to burn the whole thing, then I can't Some really. Some people blame. like the world, watch the world burn. Um, all right. It was Yuga or. Yeah. Or, or all right. Anything, I'll, you can dismantle that point. I here. respect that dismantled or not. Here's my next one for you to take down. I believe that a scandal okay. or high level controversy, um, this negative publicity could drive um, the instability in faith and board ape um, as the owners and also legal action. I think we're even looking at some of this legal action against Yuga for unpaid celebrity endorsements could definitely cascade into a distrust for the brand, like a fire festival thing where we had all of these folks talking about how they're going to fire festival, all these influencers like being like, oh, I'm going, I'm going because I got a free ticket and then getting like rugged hard. Uh, if it turns out these folks were essentially being paid and didn't actually think it was cool, uh, that could have a domino. What are your thoughts? I can see it. And I think that for the most part, holders' pockets are too deep for it to actually become an issue. Um, my, my feeling is that there are enough people that, look, I mean, you know, it's a collection of 10,000 in the board API club. And, you know, we, we know there's just thousands of holders. It's relatively hard to come to a, a, a single view. And I think that they can, I mean, we've seen negative publicity. We've seen lawsuits for, you know, against them. We've, we've seen them being accused of, of, I mean, you know, just a lot of different things. And I, I, I find most of them, I, I just don't see how you get, it's hard to pin one on them so much that everybody would agree that this is a bad company. Cause I feel like they've, they've almost sort of weathered that storm. Um, that's, that's my feeling is that it's, it's so dispersed and that people have so many different opinions about it that it's not quite the same as, as some of the other collections we've seen where like, you know, something moons and then we find out about, one thing and you know there's just like it, it, that makes it somewhat easy for people to sort of reverse course um whereas you know we've got a lot of people super invested in this on multiple levels of tokens nfts you know, people that have sold like they have so much money and there's people are just so invested that I, I do find that one i feel like we've seen it and it hasn't happened so i i'm 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 not seeing that as being one of the the things that's actually going to bring him down. Like, could it be part of it? Yeah, but I don't think it is. I don't think it's going to be the thing. Like, I don't think like, it'd have to be so big at this point that it's unrealistic to have. Yeah, what are the chances they have a Sam Bankman freed at their side? That oh, oh wait a minute. maybe. 
but I hear you. I hear you on the backstop for sure. All right, here's my next my uh, my next point: uh, a lack of scarcity. Right? If they continue to overproduce and oversell, and I think that could lead to a question of scarcity. It, it seems like they run and rerun the same play of when you hold, you get a new drop of another digital thing, which accesses another digital thing. Uh, it has, you know, uh, some Ponzi elements to it in that none of these things are like direct financial really, or an extra access to a club, but more like if you own this thing, then you get another one of these things and it's more getting deeper in the rabbit hole. And at some point, you know, the, the bill may be come to be collected because what is the actual value of holding the nth derivative of uh, board eight? Yeah, I, I do think that is, I mean, I feel like they've already gotten into that a bit. You know, I think the the other side um, minting, I mean, look, it hasn't seemed to be an issue, especially with that other side minting, but yeah, there's definitely an issue here. You know, if it's, if this is, if they control how you get into Yuga and Yuga is not as exclusive, they certainly have an issue. Um, you know, at this point, I think that, the, I mean, as I see that there's, you know, there are, there's a somewhat growing number of wallets as they release new projects, but it's a lot of um, maybe self-interest. And I think that, look, how many people want to get into this? Like, is there, is there actually a scarcity? Cause I think they're trying to make it almost accessible to anyone at different price points. And what does that, what does that mean in the end? I mean, you and I have talked about, you and I are not Yuga holders and we're big NFT people. What would it take for you to become a Yuga holder at this point? I would have to be given a board ape and then convinced to hold it. I, I you know what? It, it's weird. It, it, You're not spending. It becomes enough, identity. Right? <laughs> it becomes I. No, no, no. I'm not buying into this. Uh, it becomes an identity thing, and it's almost it, it because of what I feel like its brand has evolved to. And I'll get to that in a second. Um, it is very much like has identified people for you know a certain type of showy of elite of access of like celeb culture and. I, it just has always like rubbed me the other direction. Um, Wouldn't you say it's it's part of like it's it's like doing the bare minimum of homework too? Like if you're trying to get into the space and you heard Yuga's great and they just here here's another one. I mean that just says to me like you haven't done your homework of like what is the like exclusive thing? Like they they are printing more. They aren't trying to say this is more exclusive, and that's not. Yeah, I mean. Did you want to play a, a first-person 2D runner game called Dookie Dash? Like, was that what you were waiting for in terms of your, you know, tens of thousands of dollar investment? You know, it's, uh, you know, there there are, again, right. there's a question. I, I think that last scarcity, it catches up with you at a certain... All right, so here's my next point right. yeah, yeah, for yeah. you to, to, to come bad at. Um, uh, comp <laughs> I, like, I like you defending this, being like, oh, no, I like it's helpful. Right. And I'm not a, You are not such a an ardent holder. <laughs> I like the contrary. It's perfect. All right, hold on. Here you go. All right, competition. All right, competition. But if another NFT collection comes to fame at the, the speed and level that Bordy kind of did to punks, uh, it could lead toward a, a decrease in demand for apes as they like as they abandon ship, Come on. pun intended. I'm, I'm on it today. 
I am on it as they abandon ship, right? Because here's, here's the thing. Brands can't be cool forever when especially they are trying to have this level of broad reach, right? The bloom comes off the rose. They do things that frustrate the community and somebody newer and cooler and hotter comes along. And especially if you are in that status seeking culture as value, not the quality of the art or provenance of anything other than like they are cartoon apes. Like I think you're relying on something that has a shelf life. What are your thoughts? So my thoughts are they were really, really smart in taking out crypto punks. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. The biggest, I mean the, the biggest competitor in like what is cool in NFTs and look, I'm, uh, I'm much more on the punk side. I, you know, I think that the idea that it was, you know, Kevin Rose didn't lose his punks because they are a separate token type because they were trying to establish what an NFT is. There's something to that. There's, I mean, that, that is enormous. It's, it's a different thing to me. It's, it's not necessarily like this idea of like, Hey, you know, I saw how that did. And what if we just made a different animal and, Look, I, I look. Uh, maybe I'm. <laughs> maybe that's a little too much of my 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 feelings about Yuga. But I I'm not a huge look. I'm not a huge fan, and, and I'm still defending them in in a lot of these things. Um, but I still, man, the the competition I think is hard at this point because they do have such an early mover advantage. They have so many people that are invested and have. I mean they've yuga has given them the the means to sort of defend that position and i it's hard for me to see it deteriorating because an nft becomes cooler you know we've seen clone x we've seen uh, i mean so many different like ones that have attempted and i don't know i you know again I, i'm not huge on the the blue chip pfp uh market but it's not it doesn't seem like anyone is is really threatening yuga at this point and how does that happen i you know maybe it does i it's show me an industry show me a leader who is not experienced disruption from a competitor right like it's just it it feels like an inevitability right that's what i was saying nike like nike is one that i you know it almost looks like nike compared to like yeah like you know we we've had under armor come in and like where is under armor now you know it seems like that to me but they also bought they bought all their competitors and i don't see how someone can become that cool at this point because i just don't see so i don't you know maybe it's until there's another bull run or something but look crypto isn't that cool at this point in the the mainstream so for somebody else to usurp board ape seems hard when it's like you can't bring in outsiders you're pretty much playing with with the players that are already here and Look, they dominate. We talk about this all the time. They have three or four of the top projects. You know, they, they, you know, I mean, look, I, I don't know. How do you see that playing out? Like, where do you see that? Like, how would you see that? How long would that take for the competition to, to spur up and, and really rival board apes? I think it'll come with the next bull market. I think the competition comes from somebody who is able to leverage how uh, the technology behind NFTs is growing. You know, we were talking about, you know, chips and clothing and mm-hmm. all the type of clever things. The, the amount mm-hmm. of creatives that have yet to, to play in, the amount of brands mm-hmm. that have yet the to come YouTube, in. Like, you know, the Twitch, like whatever, like the people, like the people that we don't know are going to come out. Like 
that, that okay right. right like i see that i see that we're we're new in this race and uh, i just see I, I could see that happening and and i'm doubling down on that with regard to it's an added risk because i believe they trade on cool yeah okay yeah absolutely uh my next one, uh, going on the technical side, uh, a bit of hosting infidelity, right? The way that literally they are coded and hosted with regard yeah. to the, the images. Um, and I think some technical error or hack, internal hack, uh, that led to uh, a holder loss or hijack um, of things could um, could absolutely cause absolute chaos to um, uh, uh, to you uh, to um, board eight, right? Because as I understand, they don't even use I. Uh, IPFS, although for whatever that matters, because oh, I did not realize early. that actually. I you know I do think there's some interesting things happening with their. I'm gonna fact check myself. You lost you riff. I'm gonna go double check that because I know they um, may be switched. But the idea that they, I, I thought it was IPFS, and that was part of the lawsuit with Ryder Rips, is that he was basically producing another NFT that just pointed to the file as a, as opposed to actually selling the same file. He was saying like, look, an NFT is a technology that can point to a file and I'm going to produce a new one that points to this file. Okay, I am sorry. It is on IPFS release. officially. But even still, if those um, if those are changed as URLs and it is switched over and somebody gains right, 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 right. Um, you know, access to yeah. this contract. No, I, I think that, I mean, the lawsuits with, with Yuga are going to set a lot of precedents hard for me to predict where those come out. I, I, I think they're very interesting and we really don't have like, much precedent for them at the same time. Nobody's, I shouldn't say nobody, few owners. We have talked about a few people that are using their, their, uh, board apes for maybe uh, marketing a business, but most people are not doing that. So, Hmm. All right. Yeah, all right. So I, I, I get some, some maybe here. No, no. I, I actually think this is, I think, I think we're, I think that's actually closer though. I, I think technical issues, I mean, because when you start thinking about like technical issues, when you start thinking about how, how things I mean just change over time, like what does that really mean? Like, what does it mean to keep up the brand? What does it mean to, to, to make sure that everything's working correctly? And, you know, we have this idea that like the blockchain is like you, you mint it and then it's done and like, Man, come on. We've we've learned. It's code. Like, I mean, I know. There's code and things change and like there's always changes and you know, we need to recognize that it's not um set in stone necessarily, even if we are saying it's immutable. All right. Next one. For risk of ruin, brand hijacking by an extremist group that essentially makes a bored ape their mascot and it becomes to be synonymous with uh, something that is uh, socially intolerable. So uh, the one that I think of is Pepe the Frog. Um, it's the, a Pepe. Closest, yeah, it's the Pepe. Uh, Can you explain Pepe really quickly? Right? Just and like, the, I feel like you and I are on that same wavelength, but like what happened with Pepe? Short story. Man, so <laughs> Pepe, man, I, I, I think I know a decent amount of it, like, but I believe Matt Fury created this and he's now and I know an NFT creator, but he created this and it kind of got completely hijacked by another uh, sort of alt-right group. Um, I honestly don't know 
enough about like what the meaning was, but I know it, he's been working to take it back. And there are a lot of NFT artists and it, it, it's sort of been this part of internet meme culture that's been, you know, it, it's like, how much can you control um, the caricature of, or the meaning of a caricature? Um, but I'm sure you can add some more context there. No, I think that's exactly it, right? You have a beloved character, but was open for other people to use with regard to Brian because of just, you know, how the internet works. And unfortunately, it's co-opted. It was co-opted by, uh, you know, extremists, right-wing uh, folks that were, you know, simply just making it uh, synonymous with, uh, you know, socially freaking disgusting imagery. So what happens, right? As board apes uh, allow folks to go off and make posters, make shows, make swag, make burger joints, uh, you know, if I were, you know, Hey man, I liked that bird. I, I know you didn't like it, but I just don't think we have to hate the whole brand. Because... <laughs> yeah. That's the thing. I think, um, there, there's risk there of, uh, of brand hijacking. Okay. Right, I guess that's some of the, the open, uh, where am I forgetting the term? Um, anybody can use <laughs> the, uh, the IP. Oh man. Come on, George, help me out here. Uh, yeah, you can use the, the IP. Creative Commons is, is in Zero play. rights. Zero rights. What's the term here? Come on. Uh, I thought that was Creative Commons, right? Uh, zero CC? Yeah, Zero CC. That's what I was looking for. Sorry. Thank you. <laughs> this week on... Uh, what's that thing again? Okay, I have a final one here. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, SEC, uh, Security Exchange Commissions, uh, takes action on Ape coin and or there is a massive financial scandal internal you know we find out that oh my gosh we actually took all of our reserve funds for eight and actually were invested in almeida right like it seems like every single week there's another thing even like nft gateway the entire thing tied with uh gemini and genesis somehow no, had, we were, you know we, we were invested in another company that was two levels away from investing all of their assets plus you know some illiquid assets in this. I mean, it's, you know, it, it, there are, there's fallout things all over the place. Yeah. And they have ridiculous backing. I, you know, that one actually seems somewhat less likely to me. It's. Do you think financial scandal at this point, if it would have, the domino would have fallen already for this? Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I think so. And like, they, I mean, they have so much money behind them and they, you know, as, as much as, I don't know if I'd say I'd like to see you could not be the king. Look, they are, it's a lot of companies relying on revenue from, from these sales. And, you know, it's, it's, they pay, you know, they, there's a lot of money coming around from the Yuga ecosystem and like i do wonder what would it be like without the yuga ecosystem do you think that that money actually flows around to other projects or do you think that it exits the system i think it i think there are a bunch of folks gambling and having fun and collecting and doing things uh but uh, my next but right. this leads to my next thing which is creator fees go to zero um what does that mean for actual revenue for maintaining operations of something like yuga I mean, you know, I think that's hard to say. I mean, they, they, they talked about how they had to take or turn the fees back on for the uh, the dogs, the, uh, uh, what's that, the mutant kennel 
uh, yacht club in order to do cool shit. Hmm. And, you know, it's hard, it's hard for me to, to understand, like, what does that really mean when, when it's a company that has brought in, you know, that has raised hundreds of, I mean, what, what did they raise when they, I mean, they raised at a $5 billion valuation. Am yeah, I it sounds right. Correct there. Um, you know, I don't, I can't recall the actual fundraise at the time, but you know, in my, my recollection was that it was, you know, 300 million or something. Um, and it's hard for me to see like, why can't they do cool shit? Because there aren't many companies, there aren't many startup companies that say like, Hey, we just took in all this money. In all right. So I'll, I'll just, I, I looked it up really quickly. Horowitz came in biggest name in there with a $450 million uh, funding round. 450. 450 and that put it in a four billion four billion in terms of evaluation all right so my 300 you were you were pretty close off the top of your uh, head it was, it was pretty good points all right yeah I, I guess i just i don't see so like all of a sudden they need cash i mean it, it it's hard for me to see like where are they spending all the cash it's a relatively small team they're not you know they don't have a lot of overhead from what i can see um so it's hard for me to see like what do they all of a sudden you know, why do they need to do that as opposed to just building, you know, if you can do cool things for the doggies or whatever, then just go do it. Like, I mean, it seems like it'd be a relatively small number in, in the whole thing. And, and, you know, if you have a vision for this, that's great. But if it's just like, hey, we need to sell more shit, you know, that's not a great business plan in the end. Yeah, well, I think that's the risk, right? Creator fees go to zero. This is a giant company relying on it, which leads back to our other point of lack of scarcity. So they need to keep putting out new things for you to sort of buy and get access to. But eventually a community learns that like, you know, the Bored Ape Rat Club and the Bored Ape uh, Cat Club, like it, it, you run out of zoo animals, I think. Anyway, those are those are my eight reasons Uh in ways that I think Board Ape Yacht Club could go to zero E. All right, Andrew, thank you for playing the game. Um, any other final points before we... Oh, you didn't see me. Yeah, I was... Sorry. Yeah. I am here. <laughs> <laughs> Run around. Dealing with dealing with bad internet and Tahoe, but, you know... He survived. The, uh, yeah. I think we got through it, man. Um, this is There's a lot going on right now, and like, I, I'm, I don't know. This week had me more excited about like how people are looking at nfts it's good it's good there's a lot going on yeah market's waking uh waking back up and um, yeah we'll be we'll be here to, to comment know. is on it, it. <laughs> yeah sure why not look i think it might be quieting down again but you know who knows but you know there's a lot going on there's a there's a lot behind the scenes and then amazon's gonna rug us all can't wait well in other news i fomoed into friendship bracelets while we were talking because um i liked where the floor was at so there you go i am now an owner again <laughs> All right, so sell your friendship bracelets by back now. in a week. Sell now. <laughs> I was that you had the window. You had the window to buy, and it started when we actually no, it's all right, recorded. Right. Um all right. See you out there. All right. This has been an episode of the Triple A NFT podcast, all about affordable NFTs. The episode notes and resources may be found at 3ANFT.com in our show notes. Again, 3ANFT.com. And that reminder, don't bet what you can't afford to lose. Remember, we are not financial advisors and nothing in this podcast should be taken as investment advice. Thanks for joining us. I hope you learned something.